RPG for You and Me presents a special Patreon miniseries. Welcome to Silica Valley. She says, looking down from the top of the cliff. Okay, so uh, you are triggering them to start their combat before the people surround you. Is that right? Yeah, to uh, get into position and um, try and hopefully get the drop on what, what's going on and, per- and cut off their ability to communicate what's going on with them in the uh, turret. Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay, um, so you guys, uh, if you are descending, are you are you trying to do it stealthily? Yes. Okay. Then I am going to need uh, you to make a stealth. Uh, Graji will freely tell you that uh, Claxby is not going to be very quiet. Mm. So if you if you're including Claxby in this, he can certainly roll, but he's not a wild card, and he's got a D4 stealth. So it's, they're probably going to hear a giant scorpion skittering down the rocks. Potentially. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but Graji will freely tell you this. We'll have Claxby as backup. Okay. Well, also the thing about that is if it's perceived as a wild animal attack, it's a little bit different than if you saw someone riding on the back of this thing as it's approaching. <laughs> that's very true, and that's completely valid. I'm I'm just trying to do my yeah. due diligence as the GM to make you guys understand that these are logical things that would be pointed out to you beforehand, but your point is also excellent. Like, they might just see it as a wild animal. I think I want to leave Claxby out of this until she needs to bust some heads. Okay. So uh, you begin to descend. Uh, Graji activates his ability and just disappears down into the rock. He basically just dives headfirst into it, and it ripples like water as he tunnels his way down. It leaves behind that little sunken sinkhole divot where he disappeared. Nice. And you can't hear anything. Like, you can't detect him in any way there. Uh, but you can, you begin descending. With I, my cloak. With your cloak, I would like for you to make me a stealth roll, please. Okay. What is my plus for my cloak? Uh, it's, it's plus one if you're moving. Hmm. If you're stationary, it gives you a plus two to stealth. <laughs> Bad. Ooh. The dice are not kind to me today overall. Uh, it's a six. Okay. But what so if I bennied it one more time? It's up to you. How many bennies do you have left? Just a one. You're about to go into combat with one Benny. Or I could go in with no Bennies. That's that's the the It seems to be the worst option of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll stay. I'll stay. Okay. Alright. Uh would somebody like to roll for Graji? Since he's being allied to you uh, in the circumstance. Oh, I'll roll for him. Okay. Uh he's gonna have a D six stealth here. Is he a wild card? No. He uh he is gonna be treated as a wild card. I think he's earned that status four four okay all right so the bad news is uh of the two guys that are in this perch uh one of them blew up his d8 into a seven so he rolled a 15 Damn. Uh, so he sees both of you guys 
the other one rolled a five. So he does not see Sia. What do you say, Graji got a four? A five, a four, yeah. He got a four, okay, so he also detects Graji. Does Graji get, like, cover bonus for being in the rock? Uh, mechanically, it does not cover that. Uh, the, this is the burrow power, so he's got the burrow power. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they can attempt to surprise a foe by making an opposed stealth versus notice. If the burrow wins, they're vulnerable to them only, and with a raise, they get the drop. Uh, unfortunately, in this case, because uh, they both detected him, he's not going to get any bonus to his initial attack. So okay. the surprise fails for Graji, uh, and one of them does detect you. Oh, does, uh, like, across the ceiling of where they're, like, perched at, you get, like, that Bugs Bunny, like, jet out of like, broken <laughs> earth as he comes around, so it's like... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that the very watchful one is probably the one that is not actually on the gun turret because they're the lookout, and the one on the gun turret is the one that did not as well. Mm. Uh, So I am going to start the initiative rolls here if you guys are descending. Yarp. All right. So, Set, I am going to include you in this initiative order. Uh, as well as the people who are going to be approaching you as well, just depending on when things occur. Yeah. Set, you get the Queen of Hearts, Sia, Eight of Hearts, uh, and I'm going to have uh, Ray just act on Set's card because they're in the same vehicle right now. That okay. makes sense to me. Yeah, they're allies and all that. Graji, a Nine of Hearts, a lot of hearts here. Goons, Two of Clubs, bad, and Unknown, King of Clubs. Hmm. So the king of clubs, that actually means that the people surrounding set are the ones who show up first. So that's going to be the the first thing that activates here. Actually, I'd like to use my adventure card. Okay. It's seize the day. The character acts as if his action card is a joker this round. Text is out of my way. All right. You may. So joker, you get a plus two to everything you do, including damage. Cool. But it says it acts as though you have a joker. Uh, take a Benny back. You guys can Ooh, both get a Benny. Thank you. I don't know if that's how it is, but I feel like we had this one recently, and that's what we did then, too. So, see ya. You are, you, you're the joker. You got the joker. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to paralyze both of these people so Graji can come out of the rock and then uh, bean them possibly to death. Okay. So you're gonna you're multi-actioning. Yes. And you're going to be attacking both of them once. Yes, and I'm also wild attacking. Excellent. Can you factor out those bonuses for me? Yeah, so you get a plus two from your Joker, which cancels out the multi-action, and you get a further plus two from wild attacking. So you're at a net plus two on both of your fighting rolls here. Plus three on account of my plus one I got for some reason. Oh, for, you have the edge for martial artist, I think. That's true. And I have first strike. That's not... I have sweep. I have sweep. Does that count with my, paral- my paralyzed tail? Uh, it does. So sweep lets you make one roll against everybody in there. So if you did that, you wouldn't need to multi-action. Mm. And when you sweep, you can't combine it with... Uh, uh, let me see if you can wild attack. Because I know it says there are certain things you can't do when you're sweeping. Uh, like, you can't multi-attack to sweep. It just It's your action. Let's see here. Sweep uh, allows a character to make a single fighting attack and apply it against all targets in their reach at a minus two penalty, resolve damage equally. So it, because there's only two of them, it's the same as multi-attacking. So because you're attacking two people, if you would take a minus two, it's the same as multi-attacking two people at a minus two. Okay. So same thing, but yes. Same you thing, can, but... You can flavor it as a sweep if you'd like. I would like to because it's my edge. <laughs> all right, I'm going to roll my fighting plus three, but I'm going to roll it twice. 
Yes. Blew up my six into a six into a three. So that's 18. That's hit with a raise on one of them. Yes. How about the other one? Uh, the other one. Six again into a four. That's yes. 13. Uh, and also, don't forget your wild attacking. So you do get your. Oh, I already added that. Oh, in. You, okay. I'm sorry. Because I, I rolled a 10, got a 13. So you're going to hit both with a raise. Yes, yes, yes. So have those chops roll vigor. Do you want to roll your damage? I do, but like, well, no, that was for my paralysis, I said. Well, so that doesn't that activate if you hit them with a an attack? It's a touch attack, unless you want me to roll it into my regular attack. Well, I mean, if too. you're doing a touch attack, then that's okay. That's that's fine. Okay, let me. Do you see. still want me to roll damage? I thought you were saying you were like trying to damage them. No, I wanted to paralyze them. Okay. Well, so your your paralysis poison still goes off when you're fighting. Does you can, it? You can just choose to make a touch attack to like do it easier, basically. Oh my god. I've yeah, mis- misunderstood attack, my character for this many sessions. Wow. Two. Yeah, touch attack gives you plus two, so it's similar to wild attack, but wild attack makes you vulnerable, but wild attack is intending on dealing damage rather than just touching. Okay. So I'm, I'm damaging and paralyzing them potentially? If, if you want to. Yeah, like if you're trying why would to I non- want to? That's well, if dope. You're, if you're trying to non-lethally take them out, then you could do that. I think right now Sia just doesn't want her other friends to die. Okay. Then so. yeah, roll, roll damage with your raises. Oh my god. So what, what, how much damage is that? My tail strength plus d6. It's this plus another d6. It's a raise? Sounds right. Oh my god. Dirty. <laughs> well, these two blew up, so that's 12. Can you keep track? Yep. Uh, 14. Oh my god, she just killed a man. Plus 11. So the first person she's killed? 25. You 26 damage. 26 on... plus 2 from your wild attack. Oh, Jesus Christ. So 20, yeah, that, guy's, damage. that guy's definitely dead. Oh god, she's gonna have to cope with that later. Okay, how about number 2? Yeah. Still probably dead. Uh, that's a 14 plus 2. Yeah. Is who dead. Yeah, so uh, y- you take both of these guys out immediately. Um, oh my god. What? No, she doesn't want them to fall off. That'd be fucked, right? So, this is your attack. You tell me what happens. But I don't want them to be aware that something's going on up here. Sure, if they fall off, that would probably tip somebody. Probably tip somebody. I think maybe she sees them rounding and like their eyes sharpening in her direction, and maybe they're trying to swivel the gun around. And she just does, like, a leaping pirouette spin and cracks her tail into both of their heads as she goes and just hears a crack and it's their necks. Oh, nasty. Because she's normally not jumping off of a thing and hitting somebody. Like, she was just intending to, you know, hurt them a little. But it turns out she's a death-dealing machine. You're a martial artist, right? Yes. Can you choose to do non-lethal? Like, can you just knock him out? Like, is that your? Would that be in line with your character's goals? If you're if you're attempting to do non-lethal damage, I believe you can do that, and you just take a penalty to your attacking. So I don't know that you. I guess you could still wild attack and do it because it just makes you vulnerable. But let me see here. Yeah, I'm just like. I mean, you can kill these characters, cool. But also, do you, that might not be like mechanically required. Let's see here. 
Non-lethal damage. A character who wants to beat someone up without killing them can choose to do non-lethal. It uh, requires them to use only their fists or a blunt weapon. Um, they cause wounds as usual. Blah, blah, blah. So I guess that you only incur a penalty uh, if you are using, like, an edged weapon. That okay. Be, you know, you use an edged weapon, you're trying to do something lethal. So uh, because this is your blunt tail, you could do it at no penalty. So if you want this to be non-lethal, it can be. That's up to you, though. No, I think she kills these guys. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Good to know. We see, like, a, a horror movie shot from Sia's perspective as she is, like, going down the cliff face, and uh, you emerge from the fog, and you see these two guys just partially covered in this green foliage that they've cut off and stuck up here. One of them is standing next to the turret. He's, he's got his hands on it because they know somebody's here now, so mm-hmm. they're paying attention, and his friend... uh is lounging in a chair, but hears the rocks sort of tumbling from up above, and maybe some of them clatter down, and he turns and sees you, and he's about to, you know, scream that somebody's there, but that's when you get the drop on them and knock them both unconscious. And uh, it's still your turn, like, you. so that's your action. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there's anything else that you want to do as, like, a free interaction, you're welcome to. I think she's just taken aback. I think she's just taken aback. I don't think she knows that she killed these guys yet. So end of turn? I think so. I think maybe she has a hand on the turret to make sure like she can see how it swivels, but that's about it. She just whispers coin purse into her radio. Nice. Okay, uh next up are the people closing in on set. So uh from around the trees, uh you can hear the thundering of hoofbeats. Two people riding Saracorus uh, show up on the north end, and two show up on the south end. They keep general distance, and they keep you surrounded as they make their way in. One of them gets a little bit closer to you, and you can just see them at the edge of the fog. From where you are right now, because they haven't gotten too much closer, they're like a a rotund squat form up on the the back of their Saracorus and they address you. Oh, good afternoon, traveler. We don't often see folks come through here. Is there anything I might be able to help you with? Just saw the downed helicopter and from the distance and wanted to make sure uh, everything was all right, I guess. Oh, yes. You know it's been here for some time. Yeah, it looks like it. From, from the distance, I, I couldn't tell. Nothing of value to be found here, I'm afraid. And uh, I'll say that's his turn uh, in the initiative order. Next up is your turn. Set. Yeah, then I am going to activate darkness with my sand cloud. Okay. Go ahead and roll for that. Spit a Benny. Alrighty. Oh, man. Uh... Spin to Benny. Oh, no. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it'll be fine. A five. Okay. That is a success, so you will get off uh, your basic success, which adds a minus four sight penalty, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Is that right? And like I said, cool. mm, I said I was continuing to keep my dark vision going from this morning because of the clouds, mm-hmm. and that was a basic success as well. And I think since we've mm-hmm. been traveling through it and he's uneasy about it, it would continue. Does that sound fair? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'd, I said it took an hour or two to get here. If you want to pay two more power points to keep it up, that's perfectly fine. It's an hour of rest. 
So it basically would like every hour just reduce my power points by one point for every hour that I'm not doing anything and regaining power points. So, so the hitch there is yeah. if you are concentrating on a power, you are not at rest. Okay, so cool. if you're then keeping will... a power up, then you can't regain it. But you could have been at rest during that time and then activated it before getting here. It's reasonable to me as well. Okay, then yeah, maybe that because I, the plan was to put up the sand cloud. So, uh, would you right. like me to make a roll for the for that from before we got into it to make sure that yeah, if. If you let it drop, roll to reactivate it, yeah. and then we'll we'll start. We'll assume that you were at full power points when you got to the clearing, and then just make your rolls from there. Okay, so that cost me two power points for me to activate for myself, and I probably would target Ray as well because we're both going to be in good. darkness. He would have he would have a heck of a time hitting anything with a gun if he can't see. Yeah, Ray's <laughs> so like holy shit. <laughs> I, Rolled a seven on the dice, but it took me two rolls to activate. So that means the first time I tried to activate it earlier, it would have cost me one power point. And then, mm -hmm. so it cost me three power points total to activate it. That sounds correct. Yep. And so. Oh, we were going to have Ray, no, mind link. So he could link all of us up so we wouldn't have to use comms. Mm, ah, look at that. us fools. But is well, his think, mind link. I forgot. What's the range on mind link? It's a mile with a basic success and five miles with a raise. Okay. So yeah, pretty if we, substantial. If we want to retroactively have Ray uh, do some rolls for that, that's fine. I mean, we're we're already in it, you know. Yes. What if Ray didn't bring it up and we were just using radio? <laughs> <That's> like, <fine. laughs> this idiot. Yeah, he wasn't oh, like. Yeah, you know. Oh, by the way, I could do this. Oh, uh, okay. Let me uh, adjust my PowerPoint. So I had fifteen minus three, uh, so that puts me at twelve, and then. Sandcloud is another one, so I'm at 11 power points currently. I activate my power, and the Sandcloud just, like, bellows up around the truck. I'm going to cast it on my trusty spear once again. In fact, I think I'm going to keep that going as what I cast it on, uh, generally thematically. But yeah, so technically it's centered on my spear, but my spear is, like, in, like next to me in the truck. Yeah. I assume that you're holding your spear unless, you know, there's a reason that you wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I'm not holding it, but it's like, you know, like propped up maybe just to the side of me, like where I could grab it and yeah, all that. It's adjacent to you. It's close yes. enough that it it's essentially the same as you holding it. The dirt and the sand just jets upward around the truck and it darkens the area as they're uh, around me. Awesome. And then I will drive as a free action. Yeah, if you want to start moving, you're welcome to do that. Yeah, basically I explode this thing and I start falling back. Did I hear the coin purse on the radio, though? If you have your radio uh, set to that and you're listening? I would have probably been listening for that. Uh, and But she said she whispered it. Yeah. If you'd like to have to make a notice, then that's fine, yeah. I, I think that would be fun. To, yeah. Like, have to notice if it's gone off or not yet. It's about I got a one and a three. Oof. And I am not re-rolling that. Nice. So I did not hear it. Excellent. Over the conversation that just happened. Whoops. All right, and uh, which which direction generally are you going with uh, the vehicle? I'm going to drive towards the cliff with the gun on it. Okay, so you're heading to the, the southern end. Yeah. Okay, cool. Falling back. Oh, Ray goes on my turn, right? Ray, I'm sorry, yes, Ray does go on your turn. So if you want Ray to be doing anything right now, he can. Nice. Um... Otherwise, I assume you gave him, like, hold your fire until I tell you type directions. Uh, could he do suppressive fire? Absolutely. That's a great idea. 
So yeah. I know it works by placing a burst template and then making a shooting roll. Let's see here. Suppressive fire works with a rapid firing weapon, turns it into an area of effect. That uses three times the number of bullets. I'm not going to be too worried about that during the encounter here. That'll probably be something we just track independently and you'll have to find some occasionally. Uh, so you place a medium blast template on the tabletop and make a shooting roll. A single shooting die regardless of rate of fire. Uh, you figure range, illumination, recoil, etc. as usual to the center. So I'm going to say there's probably a two-point vision penalty just for how foggy it is, but that does not stack with your darkness, which is four, so that's better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who who do you want him to suppress with his suppressing fire? I would say he can he can hit two of them. There's the two on the northern end, and then there's the two on the southern end, which included the one who was talking to you. Well, since we're we're falling back, uh, I would want to suppress the people that could be pursuing. Actually, the people in front of us, because uh, okay. I'm trying to drive past them. Gotcha. Makes sense here. Let's see, Ray is not a very shooty boy. I don't even know if I wrote down shooting for him. He's got at least a D4, I think, because he was, okay. you know, an Alaricorp agent. Yeah, that's a soldier. Yeah. Well, let's give him a D6 because he is a professional soldier. That makes sense to me. If you would like to roll for uh, Ray's shooting. Yeah, uh, just 1D6? 1D6, yep. And you gave him your dark vision, so he is not penalized by uh, the fog. He gets a 3. A 3 is not going to be sufficient. Let's see here. Okay, yeah, so uh, he needed a success to make them distracted, so he missed that mark. So he's going to be shooting, but I think it just means that either his skill is not sufficient to aim it where it needs to go, uh, or else uh, something else. Also, because the vehicle is now in motion, um, I would normally give unstable platform, but this is an anchored gun, so I feel like that ignores it, you know? It's, It's a fixed thing. We established it has it has only a minus one instead of a minus two because gotcha. it is okay. stabilized. So it would have been a two, which is still not enough. Uh, but yeah, so Ray just starts unloading. The relative quiet of this clearing is just shredded by the sound of loud cacophonous gunfire that echoes off the trees and bounces off the cliff face. So you're just in a bubble of loud noise. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that uh, certainly sets everyone to action. Um, it is now the goons' turns. So the two on the northern side are going to immediately try to pursue and close with you guys. Graji bursts out of the ground uh, on the outcropping next to Sia. Uh, he's got his spear in hand and, you know, pops up in a fighting stance ready to go at whoever's here and then sees that they are uh, both already unconscious and you're standing there sort of floundering, holding the radio. Yep. And he, uh, he looks impressed and nods to you and points at the gun turret and says, Gun! Yes! He looks expectant at you. Expectantly at you. Shooting? Shocker, so does Graji. That's her turn. Well, that's his turn. Graji uses a spear, not yeah. a gun. Well. 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 How about Claxby? Claxby uh, is not yet in the initiative order. But Claxby does have a D12 shooting, I Obviously. would assume. Well, he's got a water jet that he can yeah, shoot. Yeah, so. pretty good. The trick is it uses athletics, though, because it's a natural yeah. weapon. So. Dang. It just, the scorpion climbs up into the, the, ch- the chair, sits down, and like claw, claw on each nice. of the... <laughs> so that is Graji's turn here. And then finally we come to the extra mooks. So mounted combat, uh, the mount acts on the same turn as the rider, 
usually they, the mount doesn't get like a separate action unless it's something that's in line with what they're doing. So like if they charge and there's somebody in front of them, the mount can still make an attack because they're charging at the enemy. The first two that are coming from uh, the north end immediately bear down on you and uh, close the distance because they're purposefully close enough that they'd be able to do that. And I don't think your vehicle's been able to get up enough steam that it would be able to easily outpace them. So the riders, yeah. uh, you know, cry out and uh, dig their heels in to spur their steeds onward. You see that they are both uh, flailing. It looks like sort of a mallet above their head, almost like a polo stick uh, as they're going and they're holding it aloft mm -hmm. and, you know, ready to bring it down in a sweeping motion. But as they go, both of their Saracorus begin to trumpet sounds uh, that are aimed in your direction. Uh, one of them is a very low reverberation, and the other is a, a comparatively higher pitch. So, first of all, one of them is going to use the sound power as a test against you, because I learned that that's a thing. What? Yeah, the sound power, you can purposefully choose to use it as a test. Really? Uh, if used as a test, the defender opposes the casting roll with smarts. So, uh, that's not good. I'm betting that. Five... Uh, so if you could contest with your smarts, uh, Ray will as well. I got a four. A four. Okay, so he is going to make you distracted. Okay. Which gives you a, a minus two penalty to everything you're doing until the end of your next turn. Ray got a four, blew up into a three, so Ray got a seven, so he's not affected by that one. Ooh. Nice job. And then the other one, and the other one got a one, which I'll stick with, so that has no effect. So they, they get closer, and they're just on either side of the vehicle, just blasting noise at both of you guys, and it digs into your skull. It makes it almost like your eyeballs are vibrating. It makes it very hard to concentrate or focus on what you're doing. Oh, man, it reminds me of like being at a concert and walking right in front of a an amp that's just pounding, and... you. I've literally walked in front of an amplifier and got lightheaded before, just like, vroom, vroom, like ugh. Yeah, that uh, that definitely sounds appropriate here. Yeah. Sounds appropriate. Sounds appropriate. The third mook is he he directs his Saracorus uh, to charge the vehicle, and he's going to try to ram you and smash it from the side. Um, so fighting against the vehicle probably has a parry of two. Uh, so five, no success, and it's going to just try to smash you with its horn. Oh, that blows up. Whoops. Five. Uh, Eleven total damage to your vehicle. The t vehicle's toughness is 11, with two of that being armor. Okay, so it, it meets that. It got exactly 11. There is no armor piercing here. It might take a wound from this. Let's see here. Vehicles cannot be shaken, but if damage equals or exceeds their toughness, whether they take a wound or not, the driver must make a maneuvering roll or go out of control. Okay, so maneuvering roll at a minus two. Mm, that's right, because you're distracted. Distracted. Yep. Okay. I got a four. Okay, so you are not out of uh, control. Minus two. Oh, no. Minus two. So, uh, yeah, that's A2, and I can't spend a Benny because I'm not an ace. Uh, then. Or can I spend a Benny on my driving? You, you, yeah, can spend can. A, you can spend a Benny on your out-of-control yeah. roll. You just can't spend a Benny to soak the wound. Soak it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so I'm going to do that. 
Both of them blow up. Yeah. Uh, to a an eleven total. Awesome. Okay, so you you take no penalty from going out of control. Um, let's see. It says each raise causes a wound and one roll on the vehicle critical hits table. I don't think this one wound would not trigger that. It seems like. I mean, it met my toughness, so it sh- would sh- quote unquote shake me. But it doesn't give me a wound. So, uh, for vehicles specifically, it says vehicles cannot be shaken, but if damage equals or exceeds their toughness. Oh, so it still follows the same wound rules. Like it needs to get a yeah. raise to get a wound. It just isn't shaken. So there's no yeah. no other. I, negative I would just effect. the shaking is captured by going out. Yes, control. wonderful. Okay, that I think uh, I might have been doing that wrong up until now. So that's good to know. Okay. So yeah, uh, this thing charges forward, you know, blaring its horn. You, you just sound coming from every direction now smashes into the side of the Jeep, uh, maybe rocks it briefly up onto two wheels before it smashes back down. Uh, how do you keep control of the vehicle? I'm like dazed, and then when it smacks into me, that daze from the, the sound blasting into my head just goes away for a split moment, and I maybe it rears up onto two wheels, and I jerk uh the wheel over real hard and that front wheel jerking over uh drops the center of gravity back down and then i glance in the rearview mirror and i start like pulling away cranking the wheel back uh to get back on track all right uh that is the end of the round i am not going to shuffle because you played the card uh to act like you had a joker but you didn't actually draw a joker so true yes no correct. Shuffle. all right set three of spades see ya king of spades my goodness Graji joker <gasps> does that mean uh, we get bennies too goons. Uh, i think it does because you yes. you got him to be cooperative with your uh bennies or with your adventure cards so he is friendly now currently an ally friendly yeah all right uh so goons get a nine of clubs and their leader gets a joker what? I drew both jokers. I don't know if I've ever drawn. I don't think you have. I don't think I've physically drawn it. I think we've had it in Rippers. Maybe. Like, I think on roll 20, we've had both jokers. Maybe. But, okay, so I get a Benny back. Yay. Well. There's my GM Bennies. I need my wild card Bennies. Spoilers. He's a wild card. Damn. I know. Oh, gasp. I can't tell which one of these is which. So uh, would you guys like Graji to go before their mysterious leader? Uh, Yeah. I think so. Unless he's going to do something really cool. You don't know. Hmm. What do you think? I want our side to go first. So he's up he's up there with you at the gun turret. You can direct like you guys are controlling him out of character right now. So right. have him do whatever you want, but he is far enough away that he would not be able to immediately close with the enemies on the ground. Ooh, can we have can we have Graji firing the turret like into the air, shouting the name of the leader as a test to distract him or make him vulnerable? If that is what you guys would like to do, uh, you can certainly test him that way. I or think that'd be cool. Have him try to do the suppressive fire. But yeah, I mean, just trying to call out the leader would be—that's actually really dramatic. It's just, very dramatic. Like, I like just it. he like fires into the air, screaming at the top of his lungs, and just like pointing down, challenging. I think that's probably more of an intimidate than yeah. a taunt. And I yeah. didn't have that listed on his. I think he's got at least a D6 intimidate. Now. Yeah, based on how he his is. His whole deal. Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead and, man, that's even good because calling him out by name is is pretty uh, pretty substantial. 
So go ahead and roll uh, his d6 for Intimidate, give him plus two from the Joker draw, and give him another plus one for Circumstance. So plus three overall? Plus three overall, yep. D6 plus three. Uh, that's a six. Right. Does he have a Benny? Because he's a buddy? He is a buddy, so he and he just drew a Joker, so yeah, he, okay. can, he can have a Benny if you want to retry it. I'm going to retry that. I just want to see if he's better that's than fine. a three. So buddy Bennies, uh, each of your buddies has two Bennies. Eight. So eight, okay. Better. Rolling against. Uh, I got two fives. Hmm. I think I'll stick with that. That's cool. Like... See, he, he didn't get with a raise, but he got a success, so this uh, this guy is going to be shaken. Oh, no, not shaken. He's going to be either distracted or vulnerable. Do you want him to be distracted or vulnerable? What do you think, Chase? To me, it feels like a distraction to have happen to him. Even though vulnerable might make it better for us, I think he's distracted. His attention has been drawn up to the cliff where he sees this person that he may or may not have some history with. When Graji sees that you also don't really intend on taking the the gun turret into your hands. He grabs it and swivels it in the general direction that everything is happening there. Holding it with both hands just bellows out and he goes, Chikaru! And then just and lets out there. And maybe he does, maybe he shouts the name two or three times, making sure that he's not shooting while he does it. It's very dramatic. It's very cool. Sort of like a Kanida in a Akira moment, or a warriors come out to play. Well, that is uh, Graji's turn, so he is done. Uh, and next up is Chikaro, who is the mysterious stranger riding the Saracorus. He whacks his steed, spurs it to motion, and starts closing the gap with you. And as he gets closer, you can, uh, you know, make out his details a lot more. He is a Karnik. He is a build frog, a very stocky frame. He's in the frog squat posture on his mount, so he's kind of like riding it side saddle as a frog. Yeah. In his right hand, and also almost very nearly dragging on the ground, he is holding what looks like a greatsword that is made out of the propeller blades from the helicopter. Whoa. Dang, that's I fucking mean, cool. So he's got that. Super uh, cool, but other super hand. scary. <laughs> yeah. He has, like, no neck at all. He's just, you know, hunched over his build face. He's got large, bulbous black eyes with, like, a grimy brown-yellow that is also the color of his skin and scale patterning. Mm -hmm. And you note that he is wearing a uh, Cavallus Ray cloak that is fluttering in the breeze behind him. Fuckers! Slightly changing uh, in time with the colors behind it. Uh, and he is distracted. So you see him whip up and behind him as the, the gun turret starts to fire and he hears his name called, but he still spurs the steed after you. He gets up alongside you guys and he is going to leap from the back of his mount onto the Jeep and he's going to try to hit you with his sword. Oh, this guy's cool. Does, oh, but he's does distracted. Does have first contact? <laughs> Does he? he does not have okay. he does not have first strike, That's which it. also would not apply yeah, to his gun. <laughs> I, I just imagine it'd be funny. Like this guy jumps and he just like drops it, his hand and just tries to sock him midair. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, cool. That is really cool. Alright, so he pulls up beside you. Uh, he is distracted, so he gets a minus two. He has a joker, which negates the minus two. He's doing a leaping wild attack. In darkness? Into the darkness. So yes, he's uh, he does not have any kind of uh, vision, 
So what actually happens is as you guys are uh, peeling off by the trees, uh, he opens his mouth and uh, a long tongue shoots out and wraps itself around a branch, which then wrenches him up into the air and his uh, he springs with his legs at the same time. And uh, as he's flying through the air, he brings his greatsword with him in sort of a, a bladed arc that he tries to bring down onto the driver's seat to target you specifically. One of his Karnic background things is the appendage for the tongue, and the other one is the improved version of Leaper, which means he can jump twice as far and he gets a slight bonus when he wild attacks while jumping. So, I'm on your side here, but I'm trying to make this uh, challenging. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is... Yeah, let's I like Challenge your plan. You guys have done quite a, a good plan here, and it's gone very well, so let's see here. Uh, and what is your... Oh my god, he crit failed. <laughs> so, so what you need to know about I was gonna ask. Cheese? I was gonna ask your parry, but as he crit failed, it does not matter. Wow, uh, that works out very well. Um, so crit fail mechanically, it just means that his attack does not connect. I don't know that I'm gonna further penalize him by like making him fall off the thing or lose his sword or anything like that. What if he's like? holding on to just the roll cage and he has to pull himself up next round. That's cool. I like that. Like he doesn't have footing. Gotcha. I think that's that's cool and also stays in line with being distracted. So he leaps through the air. Maybe another one of those uh, gun reports flashes out over the clearing uh, and distracts him further and he mistimes his jump so that the blade bites into the side of the metal and sort of anchors him there and he's able to get one hand up on the roll cage as his tongue is sliding back into his mouth, he shoots it out again, also under the roll cage, just to anchor himself. Uh, but that will be his turn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Big whoops on his end. Does he say anything? Well, his mouth is full, but... Mm, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, so that'll be his turn. It is now Sia's turn. Uh, Sia is going to start slinging at people she can see if there is anybody. I mean, yeah, you can you can see all of them down there. This is going to be at range for you, though. You are you are not close enough where a sling is going to be able to oh, effectively. Really? Dang, it's ranged. You can you can use it, but you're at least going to be at medium range. What's the range? Is it four, eight, sixteen? Uh, I did this. It's not listed here. I think it's sling was four eight sixteen. Okay. So that's what we're gonna go with. I'd say this could be at eight. So you'd be at a minus two for that and a minus two because of the fog. Hmm. So minus four overall. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have infravision. Uh, that will allow you to have those penalties, so it would go from four to two. Okay. Well, f no, it'd be from two to one. So you'd be at a minus three instead of a minus four. Yeah, that's acceptable. I'll give it a shot. I am going to try and sling at the main guy that I saw just jump onto a car. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to sling at him. Go for it. He's in a cloud of darkness. Yeah, so you will you will actually be at a greater penalty. Oh my god, well then I'm going to well, hit so, somebody else. So that's a four-pointer, but you'd have that to two, so you'd basically be at a minus four instead of a minus three. So slightly harder, but... Slightly harder, bigger payoff, though. Potentially. Okay, I'm going to roll my athletics. I want to hit him. I'm going to try. Go for it. But what if I bennied it? But what if you bennied it? Might be a good time for you to try that. 
Come on, Benny, one more time. Oh, my. So I think it would be cool. Is that your last Benny? No. It's not. No. You're doing quite well. Nope. Nope, doesn't go off. She slings a rock. It hits a fucking tree. And she's like, shit. And she starts to scuttle down the wall and says, keep on the turret. Yeah, I think you can uh, You can definitely make it to the, the ground here. That's not a problem. And probably a little bit more. All right, mook time again. This time, they are going to try to get at Ray. So when they're riding, they have to use the lower of their riding or fighting skills. Oof. Oh, buddy. That is a 10 to hit. Ray? Yeah, it's a 10 oh, to Oh, no, hit Ray. our boy. He's going to beef it. His toughness. Hey, he had, uh, he did have that riot, riot shield. shield. Ooh, that's true. Mmm. And he was shooting ahead of us because we were driving south, so that would cover his backside. I'll let that stand. Let's see here. Uh, so I'll tell you that uh, what this guy is swinging is called a, uh, I think they called it a boomstick or something. It's one of these stupid... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a shotgun. It's used for breaching doors mostly from what I understand. Interesting. But it's literally, it's a stick with a shotgun shell in it, so when you slam it into something, it fires the shotgun shell at point break. What right. the it's fuck? Called a, it's called a bang stick, yes. Oh my god. Shotgun shell on a stick used in melee must be reloaded with a fresh shell, which takes an action. Uh, so he blew up a six into a four, which got him ten. Ray's... Perry is a six, but he also has this shield on his back. Let me pull it up real quick. So a modern riot shield would uh, give you minus four to cover, plus three to parry. Okay, so it would be nine, uh, which I will apply here. So it'll be a success, but not with a raise. Whew. But it deals 3d6 damage because it's uh, literally a shotgun shell. Oh my god. At the end of a stick. Ooh. Blew up a six into a four, ten. Uh, so he's going to take 15 damage here. Oh, no. Uh, let's see, Ray. And his toughness with armor is an eight. So that is going to be a success with a raise, which will deal him one wound. But we know that he can take one wound and still be up. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So uh, we see one of these guys, uh, you know, nickering at his... Uh, steed to go forward and he swings this almost polo like stick and it smashes into the riot shield on his back actually let me let me check one other thing because if you're attacking through something usually it well they didn't target it though so that's fine so he'll he'll still take the win uh they bring it in a whirling overhead swing that smashes into ray's back there is a another loud explosive bang and Ray slumps forward on the gun uh, with a grunt of pain, but stays on his feet. The other one, I think, is going to use sound again on set. Okay, uh, modern shields are hardness 12 and also provide plus two armor. Okay, so he would so his toughness would be 10, but it's still a success with a raise, so he'll still take the one wound. All right, uh, so the other one rolled a six for their test against you using sound uh, that's resisted by your smarts. And I roll smarts again. Luckily, I bumped my smarts nice. to a D8. Uh, that's a five on the D8, but the wild die blows up. Yeah! Yes! Uh, to an 11 total. Okay, yeah, so even if you're still distracted, that's uh, enough that nothing happens. Uh, so you hear more of these sound waves. Uh, I think maybe just with everything else happening, it, it just doesn't phase you the way it did the first time. Yeah. And then the third mook, 
I think he is going to round up the other mount to make sure that it doesn't run off. So he rides around uh, to make sure that his boss's steed is still available for extraction if necessary. And that's their turn. Uh, and then we get to Set and Ray. Oh man, Ray is messed up. Uh, but he's still up. He is, for now. Okay, so is the frog guy on the driver's side or the passenger side of my vehicle? Driver's side. He's like hanging off that side, yeah. Driver's side, and is he like on my door? Uh, he's sort of in the middle, so he's like okay, close to just close to being in the very middle. He was trying to land behind you, so he would still have footing. Okay, so what I was hoping for was that he would be at my door, and I wanted to use the push maneuver to try just door check him to try and knock him off. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay, so maybe he landed a little further ahead of what he was, and he's on my door. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Okay, cool. So push is still... It's an attack against his parry, is that right? Yeah. Okay, push attacker and defender make opposed strength rolls, plus two if the attacker moved more than two uh, inches on the board, which I'm not. Defender is knocked back one inch, two inches with the raise. Pushed victims make athletics test at a minus two if pushed with a raise or be knocked prone. Both add their shield's parry bonus. He does not have a shield. He's not larger than you. So it's opposed strength rolls. He is going to resist. Yeah, he's going to resist with his strength. He's pretty strong. Let's see. Do you want me to roll his first? Uh, well, I need to roll to make sure I beat at least. Yeah, I need to beat four at least in order to pull it off, from what I understand. Uh, that six blows up into a nine total. And if my door counts as a shield. <laughs> uh, he also got a nine. You know what? For purposes of this, I'd say a door does count as a shield, as like an environmental object that is a barrier that you can use to broadly push against him. So I'm definitely cool counting that. Or, you know, that could just be the tiebreaker. Yeah, I think. Let's see here. So push. Uh, you are successful. So he pushes the foe back up to one. Uh, I will spend one Benny to see if he can oh, latch yeah, on Definitely. Here. I don't want to, like, we're about to drop him in the dirt, so. Uh, six into a two, eight. So it's one less than he got before. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Let it go. Pushed victims, make athletics test, or be knocked prone. I pushed him one foot back on, while he's hanging onto the side of the door. So it's your call there. Yeah, I th I'm definitely going to have him make the athletics, because I think that's interesting. Uh, he got a three and a five, uh, but he is distracted, so he gets a minus two to that, so he will fall Oh, am prone. I still at a he's minus two? Yeah, but he's he's also got a minus two that I forgot to put in, so it'll, okay, it'll cool. factor out to the same thing. Yeah. Keep it whatever it was. Um, Alright, so he's going to he's gonna fall prone and get knocked off of this. You guys are moving, but you're not at, like, super high speed. Uh, but he should definitely take something from being knocked off. I don't think there's anything for falling from a vehicle, but I, I'll probably just treat it as falling damage. Falling damage uh, is 1d6 plus 1 per 10 feet. I'm going to say this is the equivalent of 20 feet because of how fast you're going. Uh, so if you'd like to roll 2d6 plus 2 damage, he will incur that now. Nine total. So he's got a D8 Vigor, which means his base toughness is a six, and I think he's got plus one armor, so uh, that is going to be enough to shake him. 
hey man, that's pretty good for falling off of a moving vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, it's super flavorful and thematic, so I love that. That's great. I like to just door checking him real quick. Yeah, yeah so give, let me, uh, tell me what this looks like. He jumped off, stumbled, and he's like tongue slashed out, and like he's grabbing onto the top of the roll cage either side, and like I can see his face almost like smearing across the windshield right in front of me. <laughs> My brow ridge rises up, and like we catch eyes for a moment, and I just right hand on the wheel and uh, just grab the door latch and just throw my whole shoulder into it as hard as I can uh, and maybe push against the other seat with my tail ramp into it his eyes like lock and you can see the strain on his knuckles and on his tongue and then they just give and he just falls back let's go and then he disappears into the dust and you hear a hard but uh, you don't see what resolves from that yeah I I think uh I think that's the predominant wump of him uh, billowing into the dust as he uh, rolls to a stop and you just hear him go. And that is the end of the round, but Ray still needs to go. So it is Ray's turn. Um, Uh, So he took a wound uh, and it was from behind, right? Yes. So I would want Ray to swivel around and just maybe fire on the guy that just shot him in the back or hit him in the back with this thing. Just like just gives him the full barrel, you know, just. Uh, full rate of fire for the firearm. Gotcha. So first he does need to unshake because he took a... Oh, yeah, he took a shake. Uh, so his his spirit is a D6. D6. Ooh, D6 unshake. minus one. Uh, he rolled a four. Uh, well, he does have the minus one as minus a wound one. penalty, yep. so he is not going to be able to unshake with that. Okay. Um, Did he pick up a Benny for his... For that Joker that got pulled? You know what? Uh, He's an extra, so normally no, but I think that makes thematic sense here, so I'm cool with you using that Benny to make him act. Uh, Yeah, just unshake. I'm not doing anything like soaking or anything like that. Just unshake for this one moment so he can take a fire shot before he gets down. Absolutely. That sounds great. All right, so uh, this gun emplacement, it's a a 2d8 machine gun. It can have up to rate of fire three. Mm Mm-hmm. It has two armor piercing. Ray's shooting is probably just a D6. He's got since he's, he's got normally D6. A... And then he's got a minus two total because he's wounded. It's stabilized, so the unstable platform would only be at a minus one. Yes, that sounds right. But he's not going to have any range penalties or vision penalties because of the dark sight. So this is going to be against a flat four. Yeah, he can shoot three different shots. Uh, you don't have to determine who they hit yet. You can roll first and then say who you want them to hit. Okay, so I'm going to roll three dice. Do it. Okay, I got a four on one dice. The other two blow up. Yes. So the four is not going to hit because that's at a minus two. Yeah, and then six plus four minus two is an eight total. That's a raise. And the other one is a seven total. Okay, and that's a hit, no raise. So is is he attacking the person? Is he attacking the mount? Maybe he strifes it up because, you know, he's shot. And so he goes. So if the first one hits the mount and the second one hits the rider. Gotcha. I looked up the section on mounted combat uh, in preparation for this. Characters who are fighting from horseback use the lowest of their fighting or riding or shooting or whatever. Uh, if a character is shaken, stunned or wounded while mounted, uh, they have to make a riding roll or fall. And if they fall, they take damage if they're running. Uh, if you miss with a ranged attack, it counts as the innocent bystander rules. So if a shot intended to hit a rider is a one, it hits the mount instead. And then 
if the mount is wounded or shaken, it rears or bucks and makes them have to make a riding roll. Okay. So uh, it sounded like we didn't get any ones. Uh, you got a hit with a raise and then just a normal hit. Uh, if he was aiming to hit the rider, then he can hit the rider and not the mount. Okay, let's just, yeah, hit the, hit the rider because he was the one that shot him, punch shot him, or club shot him in the back, so. So 2d8 plus 6 for the uh, hit with a raise, and then 2d8 for the second one. Okay, 2d8 and a d6. d8 blows up. So we got 8 on a d8 and the d4, and then the second d8 blows up to a 8 plus, okay, 10. 22. Oh, yeah, that guy's... He's dead. <laughs> that guy's very, yeah, very so, dead. Just, so, yeah, the first shot just obliterates that guy. Is there, was there another person behind me then? I don't know. <laughs> like, Maybe he does a sweep shot and hits one guy and then hits the other. Yeah, so there are two mooks that are right behind Ray. Uh, there is a third one that is off to the left side uh, where the leader had just fallen because he was trying to collect them out for him. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, I, uh, yeah, he probably just fires at the other one. I'll just roll the two d eight. Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, and that's a ten total. A ten total. Okay, they have a d six vigor, so that is gonna be, and they have plus one armor, so seven overall. So that's gonna shake him, but not uh, finish him off. The gun has a AP one. Oh, it does have AP one. So it'll be against a six, which is a hit with a raise, which is just enough to finish him off. Perfect. Nice. Okay. So yeah, um, we just get a shot of uh, Ray slumping forward after the the bang stick hits him in the back, and he just uh, stumbles forward and uses the full weight of his body to wrench the gun around and just engages the trigger uh, as it turns to shoot this guy point blank, riddles him, blasts him with holes, and shoots him off of the mount entirely as a bloody mess disappears into the fog behind you as the mount starts to careen off to one side the swivel just keeps going as he holds the trigger down and yells his frustration and smashes the second guy off the mount as well so both of those forms disappear into the mist behind you that is the end of that round wow you guys are you guys are doing pretty well oh and i need to shuffle because we drew both jokers that that's also really i love how much like these little idiosyncrasies like three crit fails in a row two jokers in one draw it's it's this is uh a statistical anomaly of a game it's really yeah. i love um i don't know those are my favorite things about tabletop rpgs is when you have those moments where the improbabilities happen a bunch of times in a row and create really interesting situations I love the swingy nature of Savage Worlds because you can have those really big and really low moments uh, and stack up and not have them completely upend the encounter out of hand because you never know when somebody's going to draw a joker or blow up a bunch of times. So we are on to the next round. Set, nine of clubs. Sia, six of clubs. Okay, okay. Raji, four of spades. Goon, seven of hearts and their leader Chikaro, nine of diamonds nine of diamonds uh goes before nine of clubs because alphabetical order Whoop. so he uh has just tumbled in the dirt uh he was shaken i'm gonna roll to see if he can unshake uh i got a two and a three so i will spend a benny so that he can act hmm, he doesn't have his mount although one one of his goons has just rounded up the mount 
which is presumably still in the same area. Uh, he got knocked prone, so he has to spend half of his movement getting up. I think, I know that's how it works in D&D, so I'm just going to use that here to not slow things down. I, I think with his half movement and his double leaping distance, he will be able to get back to his mount and climb up as his movement. Oh, man. But he is not close enough to attack you in any way. Let's see here. Uh, he is going to attempt to test set with Intimidate, and he is going to say, Oh, you've got some fire to you. You're making a big mistake here. As he rounds it up, he will roll. Uh, oh, God, he got a one and a two. I don't want to spend his bennies on that, so I'm going to let that stand, and it just fails automatically. And that is his turn. Set, you are up next, and then Ray can act whenever because he's on the same card as you. I keep thinking you're saying Raya, and I'm like, it's not, Ray, uh. it's not Ripper's time. <laughs> so here's a question. Mm -hmm. This is a club. I'm operating a vehicle. It's not a chase, though. And the It is a chase. Okay. It, it, it's a chase. A chase is operating. I'm chase. <laughs> chase is chase is all, always yeah. here. Always. I, if if you would like <laughs> to if you would like to incur a complication there, I will give you a benny for doing so. But otherwise, you're not required to. For a benny, I'll do it. Okay, take a benny. Would you do it for a benny snap? <laughs> Whoa! Yes. Ro -ro. Every time. <laughs> Ro -ro Ray. All right. So you uh, make your maneuver. A character may fall prone as a free action during their turn. She may crawl while prone. Standing is a free action, but reduces your pace oh, by two. So he would have had one more pace than I thought, which is still fine. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. I just. I get oh, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm prone okay, to look so. everything up at the table. So like when we're recording, there will be sometimes yeah. five to 15 minutes as I look up rules and Not talk through. Not that long. I don't know. As I talk through rules at you and you're just waiting for me to make a decision. I'm just like, yep. <laughs> You're a very good sport about it. Okay, by the way. so well, I'm just waiting for you to uh, go through. Do you it. want me to? So I have, I have my action deck here, and since we haven't done a card, do you want me to draw a card, and the top yeah. card will be the suit? Definitely, that's perfect. Okay, got a ten of diamonds. So you get uh, no mod. Character or vehicle is bumped. bumped yeah. And mod is minus two. Do why do you have a minus two? Uh, because it says chase complications diamonds minus two. It's not what mine says. Do I have a different one than you? No. Let me see here. Mine says there's no mod for diamonds. Well, I will always default. Yeah, let me, uh, let me pull up. So I'm, I'm looking at my mat, which was a printout. So maybe that's an old version. Uh, 113. Uh, oh, it does say minus two on here. Okay. All right, well, let's stick with that. Since Haha, take that, Chase. <laughs> What'd they split? So uh, they flopped diamonds and spades, it looks like. Interesting. I wonder why. I don't know, the, the things are a little different, too. Like, spades is, if you fail, you treat it as a critical hit or a critical fail. Uh, it looks like the... Maybe because they didn't want a dog pile on the critical yeah, the, fail. Yeah, it looks like the one that's currently in the book is way more balanced, because the one that I'm looking at, Clubs, has a minus four mod, and if you fail, it's treated as a crit fail. Oh, is that the one we just used for the chase? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to update do, do, update do, do, the do. values, which I can actually do right now, because I can just pull this thing out. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Holy dang. Holy dang, indeed. Spades. Uh, it only applies to chases, and it's uh, you either move forward or back a card, depending on what's advantageous or disadvantageous. So 
it it would be movement based, which doesn't okay. really matter too much here. And yeah, nothing's rammed into me even. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. So a minus two though. That sounds fair. Minus two for a Benny. Minus two for a Benny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so he's uh, he is up out of the dirt and he is pulling himself back up uh, onto his mount, and there is one of his associates uh, who also is still mounted. The other two have been gunned down, and their uh, Saracorus are running off probably towards the trees. Mm-hmm. So you currently have two combatants facing you. Let's see if there's something in the chase maneuver. Because I'm operating my vehicle, I imagine I can use actions from the chase, right? Yeah, that I don't see why not. Yeah. Like if you're if you're gonna try to ram him or something with your vehicle, that would be that would be a ram attack. But against a it, person who has no that is not another vehicle, it'd just be like pure damn. I'm gonna run him over. That that that's what that would be. Right. So if you're if you're gonna try to run into his creature, it's it's a large animal. Like I was using the bull stat block for it from the book, mm-hmm. so it's like size yeah. three. It's it's pretty substantial. You would definitely. No, but what if I try and hit him with? Your vehicle? Because he stood up. Did he get to his on top of his? Yeah, he is. He is on okay. his mount back. So he had enough okay. to okay, stand he's back up. On his mount. Okay. Specifically because his other minions spent his turn rounding up the mount. Okay. So he's on his mount right now, but they're like not really moving at speed. So like if you if you rammed him, you would be going at a higher speed. I don't want to ram him though. That's that's risky, especially when I have magical powers that let me shoot clots of dirt at people. That's fair. <laughs> Or something to that degree. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with damage field. I'm going to cast that, and I'm going to add some modifiers to it. Now, do selective. Could I add shroud to it to give me a further minus one point of illumination penalty? Uh, the illumination penalties don't stack, so it would give okay. you whichever one is highest. Okay, just double checking on that one. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I mean, you know what? I would let that stack because you have the capability to make your darkness, you know, a six point penalty instead of a four. So if you're exerting effort and trying to make that more, then I'd let that stand, especially considering it's, you know, like a whirlwind around you, which is where your darkness also is. So that makes thematic sense to me. I'm just looking at the power modifiers and seeing if there's something that's like juicy in there. I was looking at fatigue. I was like, oh, man, if it injured them and fatigued them, that's pretty good but it, that would make it good yeah i'm gonna do damage field i'm gonna add fatigue and selective to it okay sounds good so that is seven points total the d8 blows up um so that is i rolled 13 that is a success with a raise yeah so what is there a raise effect uh, I don't think there is. Yeah, they they probably correctly made it so the damage does not increase with a raise because of the nature of the damage field power. Yeah. So is there a raise effect on the um any of the things I did? It does mechanically. No, it doesn't look like it nope, does anything. It is good, but that's yeah. So I I am successful. There is now a damage field around me. Uh, that lasts for five rounds. Oh man, I wish I made it powerful too, but I didn't. So that's seven power points. Uh, and I had 11, so now I'm down to four power points left. Yeah, so there's a damage field, doesn't affect Ray. Anything that comes near me. Yeah, I continue driving forward with my pace 
Okay. What would you like Ray to do? Shoot at them. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Same thing. He can go up to rate of fire three. He's got a D6 shooting and he'll be yeah, a minus I'll two. All three. And you can uh, determine targets after you make the rolls. Yeah. One rolls a three. So that's a miss. Uh, blew up the other two dice. <sighs> wow. Uh, so one's a seven minus two, which comes out to a five. The other mm-hmm. one blew up again. So that one comes out to a 17. So one hits with a seven, one hits with a 17. Okay, so uh, seven is a hit and a raise. 17 is definitely a raise. Who would you like to direct those attacks to? Uh, the moot gets the seven and the, the wild card gets the 17. Sounds good. Which one do you want to roll first? I'll roll the mook first. So because that has armor piercing, uh, it's 2d8 damage. Uh, his toughness is a 6. So if you get a 10 or more, he's dead. Okay. I got a 10. He's dead. Okay. And now the one with the extra damage from the, from the raise. Yeah, wow. That's an 11. 11 damage. Okay. So he's against 6, so that will deal a wound to him. I have two bennies for him. Uh, I am going to have him try to soak that once. Oh, yeah. Because he wants to square off. All of his people are getting gunned down here. so And he rolled a four, so he will soak the one wound from Ray. I I have one benny left now. Is there anything else you want to throw on your turn there? Ray's can't move. Uh, I'm driving forward still towards the wall. Uh, I think that's fair. Alrighty, uh, so all the mooks that are currently on the field are gone, so I will remove them from the initiative order. Next up is Sia. Oh boy. Is there anybody close enough that I can vault myself onto? The the main guy is the only one who's actually left now. Damn. Uh, so yeah, so we get another shot of uh, Ray just, in, I think it's that same swivel. He's just killed those two. He's just like running pushing the turret with his shoulder as he wrenches it around, aiming at your foes, holding the trigger down, and just yelling his defiance into the clearing. The bullets smash into one of the other bandits uh, who tumbles out of his saddle. His mount runs off and begins climbing up the sheer cliff wall, and then he trains it on Shikaro, who I think throws up the ray cloak to just try to shield him a little bit more, and the bullets fly wide around him just barely. Hmm. I just had a cinematic scene cop- pop into my head of maybe um, like we look back and through the shroud, like we hear, uh, but we can hear the hoof hoof beats of it running up, and then we hear like it cry out as like something clearly devours it oh. in the distance, like just like that, like the cry of whatever creature is in that cliff face come like there's just this blood curdling scream from and the, a trumpeting. Oh God! As whatever's in that wall behind us is, yeah, made made known to us. Oh, I thought at first, horrifying. I thought at first you were saying it went up and was uh, devoured by Claxby, which I was also oh, on no. board with. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's really cool foreshadowing. Yeah, so you just hear the the bleeding trumpeting horn, uh, and it's got uh, a very high note as it keens uh, to a halt, and is heard no more. Oh God! Uh, so yes, see, on your turn, uh, you hit the ground last time, so you are on the ground level. You can reach him with one movement if you're using your Yara yeah. bonus to run. Yeah, but I want to I, I do my free run. You know, roll get. Uh, 
it's one. I haven't looked yet. It's a three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want her to... <laughs> okay, so what she's going to do is this guy's under a cloak now, right? Imagine it like a... But his Saracor is still rumbling around, right? Yeah, so he, yeah. he's basically like wearing a Serape. You know, like it, it's a cloak mm. over him that covers him and creates okay. the, the camouflage. But he is on the Saracor's... They are just about, like, starting motion, so they're really not moving yet. Okay. Sia is going to, using her back legs, like, sprint over and just attach herself to the side of this animal with her two, you know, stabby legs. Mm -hmm. And she is going to wild attack twice and try to just down this guy. Okay. Let's see, his parry is a six. Okay. I'm sorry, it's uh, it's a seven. It's a seven? Okay, so I'm doing my fighting D8 plus three. Dang. Are you attacking it once, or do you say you're doing it twice? Twice. Okay, so okay plus then, one, then. Then you're multi-actioning, so yeah, yeah it'll be death. plus one. But wild attacking, so that negates. Correct. Yes. Okay, so what do you what do you got? Uh, I have a six. It's not enough. So, but I have a Benny. Okay. Okay, what am I going to do? First attack. Bad. Second attack. Maybe very good. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That I'm going to spend my Benny. Oh, God, I rolled it into everything. It was, I think just, it was this one. Just, you could just roll it again if you want. That, that seems like a lot. My brain's telling me it's math. What did you roll? 17 that is a hit with a raise nice so that's, that's strength plus your d6 plus a d6 for the raise damage okay so this is uh right now i'm at a 13 but i blew up my eight. Oh god okay i blew up my eight. Oh my god so that's what 21, 21 into a seven so 28 is what you're rolling for damage yeah his toughness is a seven with his armor piercing so 11 is one 15 is two 19 is three 23 is four 27 is five oh so you're dealing God. five wounds to him uh i i mean i guess i'll use my last benny to try to soak <laughs> i guess uh you got a five which is a success which means he's still taking four wounds here oh my god so that's gonna one shot him um wow yeah wow uh let me see here let me make an immediate thing. Man, you know what? I thought this encounter was going to be challenging. I mean, it was very... I guess it was. It was. You've, we you've just... rolled very well. Yeah, the dice agreed with us, and yeah, I was nervous. Well, as long as it feels dire in the moment, yeah. that's all I care about, but... It does, uh, and we still have a cliff with a giant creature. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh... I like the foreshadowing yeah. that we added. Yours was, that was very good. You you actually get a Benny for that. And if yeah. we don't use it here, you can roll it over to next session because that was a great addition. I'll yeah, start next session. Makes no sense here. Okay, let's see. Just to make an immediate vigor roll. Who do you guys want to make his immediate vigor roll for him? Let's let's have Chase make it. Okay. Uh, Chase, he has a D8 vigor, so roll a D8 and a D6 for his wild die. Uh, and let me know what you get. One's a seven, and the other one blows up to an eleven. 
Okay, so he got a raise, which means uh, he is stable. Uh, you get to roll on the injury table, and it goes away within 24 hours or when all wounds are healed. So uh, I guess even if it was 11 minus 3, it's still raised, so it's fine. Uh, would you like to roll me 2d6? This does not explode. That's a 6 total. It's his guts, I think? It's his guts. You got it. Uh, and one more d6. 5. Busted. Busted. Guts Strength are busted. Reduced to die type. Strength is busted. My bad. It's yeah. always guts and neon heat. <laughs> guts are always busted. Oh, it's a real gut buster. My well, guts. My <laughs> Okay, Sia, tell me uh, what this looks like. Uh, he is going to go unconscious and not instantly die, although you guys in character won't know that immediately. Right. So she, from the cliffside, the base of it, she digs in and sprints over to this rampaging, beautiful animal and just digs her legs into the side of it for, you know, traction. She doesn't have a great idea of where most of his physicality is because he's shaped weird and she didn't see him properly before so her first punch absolutely whiffs like she was aiming for where an arm should have been but it's just not and in frustration she just swipes with her other fist and it i think it might have just it just her claw like her shard gauntlet mm. catches his neck Ooh. Spurts probably on her. So we see uh, Chikaro turning around as he hears you approaching, and you see him reaching for his greatsword made from the propellers of the helicopter, and he's moving to swing it at you as his face pinches in a snarl, as much as a snarl can happen on a frog face. Mm. And that's when you tear your hand across his throat, and it spurts. His big billowy frog throat. Yeah. Maybe it starts to bulge up a little bit, but you cut it open like a balloon and it just makes like a f Oof. And then uh, his eyes widen even farther if possible. And, and she he, goes, ah! He tumbles off of the back and uh, collapses again in the dirt the second time in as many as many minutes. So as the as the dust begins to settle, uh, Ray is gritting his teeth, uh, eyes pinched in pain as he realizes the fight is over and uh, leans heavily against the turret, clutching uh, at his chest. I feel like the shotgun blast blasted through his back and came out the front, Oof. so he's just clutching at his guts. Can I roll one healing roll? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, uh, six blows up to a ten total. Yeah, he's you heal his one wound and he will be back in action. Maybe there's like a like a sponge injector they have like for bullet wounds where it just like put it in there and it just like clots up and expands and it just like he's holding it and it's like maybe laced with painkillers, topical. Maybe the last shot we get is Sia unentangling herself from the animal and using her legs to jump back and just kind of staring at her now extremely bloody hands. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with us. First up, I would love to say thank you to our gracious patrons. Thank you to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, Nakoda, Jackie, and Jade. Chase, especially this episode, because without Chase, Silica Valley would not exist. Thank you so much, Chase. Thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, 
Zach, Benhattan, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, Davriel, Ellis, and Zane. Thank y'all so much. Your support genuinely helps us make every new episode for you. It means so much. Our music this week was by Crockett and Marcus D. Crockett you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.Bandcamp.com. Marcus D. you can find at Marcus D. on Twitter and at MarcusD.net. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. You can find us at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. We'll see you in two weeks.